Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Terrace Podcast Patreon. I'm Graham Thillis and we are once again exploring a great moment in Patter, which is actually a little bit longer than the majority of the ones we do. Um, but given that we've got Ewan Taylor here, a professional podcaster, I'm not going to argue with him. So hello, Ewan. Hello, Graham. How are you? Very well, thank you, mate. I'm just going to pretend that I'm not literally just stepped off a, a bicycle and i've not just been cycling for the last hour and a half um, and i've actually got my whole breath for me so you and why don't you tell us what you're going to be recording here well uh we are going to do a, a whistle stop tour through in my opinion the funniest single football season in in recent scottish football history it was celtics uh 2020-21 season as a, as an entirety um so obviously this was uh their their 10 in a row season they'd uh they, they were fresh from uh winning a title on zoom uh and they thought they were just gonna go straight into to winning 10 in a row and uh and it started with a, a quite a, you know straightforward uh 5-0 win at home uh against hamilton and i, I distinctly remember uh i was actually on holiday in spain uh, like somebody uh, else that we'll come on to very s- shortly, um, but <laughs> at the time, um, and uh, we had, did I, I did uh, isolate when I got back, um, but uh, I was on holiday in Spain, and I remember distinctly listening to the the Terry Scottish Football Podcast, and Craig Fowler and Joel Sked were talking, were waxing lyrical about how good Celtic were, and it basically there was, there was no chance that uh, that anyone was going to catch them, uh, you know. That season, and they were they're going to squish the ten in a row. That's certainly how I, I remember it in my head, anyway. And uh, well, things went went awry almost straight away uh, after that. And uh, yeah, just hilarity, hilarity ensued. Yeah, I mean, the, to, for for a, for a general bit of context on this, it was a truly miserable time in sort of modern uh, history. Uh, not for me. <laughs> As, no, no, at all. As if sat, everyone sat in the house watching completely, like just sterile, dull football, devoid of the majority of things that we we, we generally enjoy out of the game. But even uh, with that, Celtic managed to fill that gap pretty dramatically. Uh, and it's it's a funny one as well when looking back at the soccer base sort of stats, which always mm-hmm. finds very useful because you get the, the wins, draws, loss columns, so you can yeah. generally tell. Almost immediately, who's had a good season, a bad season, and a different season. Um, and like drawing a Kilmarnock on day two, yeah, not really the most disastrous result in 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 the, in the grand scheme of things. However, 
you kind of alluded to it when we started this. Yes. Almost immediately the wheels came off there. Indeed, indeed. Uh, thanks to my fellow holidaymaker, uh, Bolly Bolingoli, who he came on in the 87th minute of that game, um, his only appearance of the, the entire season for, for Celtic. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it, it transpired that between the, I believe it was between the Hamilton game and the Kilmarnock game, he'd uh, jetted off for a, a, a tryst. Uh, you could say in Spain, um, and had had failed to uh, self isolate uh, on his return to the country, as as he obviously should have done at the time. They actually changed. It, to be fair, the uh, I, I remember this vividly because we were because um, we got family in Spain, so we're, we're going. That's why we went, and uh, we we sort of booked it when it was sort of okay. And then at one point, it was like you're going to have to quarantine for a week, and then the next day it was like you don't need to quarantine at all, and then. A week later, it was you have to quarantine for two weeks when you come back. <laughs> so <laughs> this was all it changed a, few, a good few times, um, and uh, but we went anyway, and then and then just um, you know isolated when we came back. But I didn't have to play for Celtic at Rugby Park at any point. But you know I could just work from home, so it was fine. Uh, but Mister Bolgoli uh, just decided to see if he could get away with it, and uh, well, all hell broke loose at that stage. I mean, it I was think chaos. It was, yeah, like, I mean, uh, absolute chaos. Like it, it, from 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 someone who'd kind of been on the other side of things and kind of been sort of vaguely behind the scenes, mm-hmm. even just getting football started has been such a it's been such a colossal ball ache mm-hmm. for every single person involved in it. Kind of probably with the exception of the players who turned up every day, got poked with something and then just carried on yeah, with their, uh, their life. And then at the end of the day, I just had to go home instead of doing anything else, which gave you them a, a hint of what the rest of us were doing. But everyone involved mm-hmm. had gone through such a, a colossal level of 12 million Zoom calls and the various hoops to jump through. For something, for, for Ball and Golly to just... <laughs> Fuck off to try and <laughs> to, to try and win Chalassie. Like uh, in, in in normal times, I'd be deeply in favour of such things yeah, because I, I, yeah. it feels like a very sort of like Italian football scandal. Which yeah. in reality, in Italian football, never really is that much of a scandal. It's just what they do. It's like Wales. Mm. It happens there. It's not news. It's just what they do. Mm. Um, so for that to happen almost immediately after it felt like real, like really truly felt like a government are doing us a real favour and letting us play football, which in reality, fuck off. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. A lot of this uh, a yeah. lot of these things you do feel like you're it's sort of ridiculous that it was ever illegal. But that that at that time you know, obviously international travel was it was it was probably the most egregious like obviously Aberdeen had had the, the Aberdeen eight that had gone to the pub and yep. they all got COVID after they get beat by Rangers <laughs> in the uh, opening day. So there was uh, and then the uh, so that was a bit of a bit of a to do, and then Bolongoli had that. So the Nicholas surgeon was like, right, that's the yellow card. Next time it was, it was apparently that was it. Football was getting stopped, um, which is uh, which is ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it did mean that Celtic's next two games in the league were uh, were postponed, and they they began to rack up these mythical games in hand. So. Yep. I think Rangers played about three or four times before Celtic played, just the way the fixtures worked out. And uh, and yeah, Rangers at that point obviously went into a lead, which uh, they they remained in the whole way uh, until until the end of the season. But um, but yeah, I suppose the next thing that happened. So they they sort of steadied the ship a wee bit domestically, but they did have at the end of August the at the time the they changed the the European qualifiers. Yeah, to one leg. So you had to just one legs. So and Celtic drew finish Varos. Meh. Bit of a you know European 
the D team really. Uh, I mean, it turned out that they were they were better than, than people expected. But Celtic at Parkhead and a one legged tie, you would think would uh, would, would, would go through that. No, they did not. They could beat two one. Um, and the, the first sign that all was not well with uh, the signing of Vasilis Barkas. Yes, uh, and that that was because up until then he hadn't really he hadn't done anything like egregious. He hadn't really made any saves because he hadn't really had any to make. And then all of a sudden he had the save to make, and he was just a hologram. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that was it was fantastic, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Congratulations, the, uh, you've signed a goalkeeper who does not have hands. <laughs> yes, and uh, the, the, you know, uh, Lennon decides to play Ryan Christie up front by himself, even though I think uh, Edward was was injured. Um, and uh, having just signed Albionetti, having in the January previously signed Patrick Clamalla, remember him? Uh, yep. They decided to go with Ryan Christie up front instead. Now, in in retrospect, again, we can all see why because Albinetti and uh, Patrick Lamar are absolutely terrible. But at the time, it was like £18 million pounds worth, or £8 million pounds worth of strikers, rather, that left on the bench so Ryan Christie could, could, uh, could play up front. Um, Lennon then goes on a, a massive rant about uh, all the players, well, loads of players wanting away um, and sort of suggesting that the, you know, the players will need to leave. Because at, uh, um, at that point, I think that they'd extended the transfer window up until... Uh, yeah, it was over, really, really far into the season. Yeah, and um, but uh, but nobody left, which is interesting. <laughs> so so Lennon at this point he's already got he's like had his massive rant about ball and goalie, saying he was livid and he's there. You know, ball and goalie was incredibly selfish. Then he's had a go at unnamed players that want to leave, uh, and uh, and but then yeah, nobody leaves. I think well, I think ball and goalie to be fair was shipped out to. Like Ufa or somewhere like that. <laughs> that was literally just, as far away. Just go, <laughs> go, go somewhere that you, that isn't here. We don't really care. Just somewhere yeah. else. And anyway, we've now got Diego Laxalt, so we don't need you. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah. So Celtic win. Uh, I think they win seven games in a row in the, in the league and, and go if not uh, ahead of Rangers on uh, in, in points ahead, sort of in the um, in terms of you know, in, certainly in, in um the number of, of uh, points to games ratio because Rangers had, had drawn two games by this point and Celtic had only drawn one. Um, the the transfer window closes. Celtic have tweet out uh, because they'd had a bit of a Charlie Nicholas had had a bit of a go at them for not yeah, yeah, something yeah. something like not investing enough in the ten row season or whatever. And uh, Celtic tweet, I'm sitting here thinking, what a window! Uh, and it's just a picture of uh, well, you know, see, yeah, alone, good player, all alone, but. Vassas Barkas, as we've gone, as I said, doesn't have hands. Uh, Albion a Yeti, an overweight Swiss uh, striker. David Turnbull. Loves it. Albion a Yeti, a guy who just looks like any guy that you see in China Buffet King. Yeah. Just like, like a, a China Buffet King regular, like a, a guy that has a, a loyalty card. Yes, exactly. David Turnbull, fair enough. He, he's he's the only one that's still there. Um, Shane Duffy. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, a spectacular signing. And, uh, and the aforementioned Diego Axel. Uh, who's also uh, very funny. Um, so right after that, the first of firm game rolls around and uh, and Rangers just, just play Celtic off the park. Celtic don't have a shot on target uh, and Rangers win 2-0. Um, Celtic ha- didn't have Edward because he had caught COVID going away to play for France, uh, France under-21s. They also don't have Ryan Christie because he went to play PlayStation with Stuart Armstrong here in Tierney when he was on, <laughs> uh, on international duty and he got pinged as a close contact. So at this stage, because it was weird, I remember it, like it was that 
like at that time where literally at any point before a game you could suddenly be told oh no actually three yeah, players yeah. can't play yeah and uh you, so you never, never knew until like team lines came out there's always like rumors but people being pinged or and then i think because i'm pretty sure arsenal managed to get tierney like his freedom and he played yeah. i'm sure he played the same weekend that ryan christie had to like stay in his house which was obviously that started maybe the the, the neil lennon's anti-smp conspiracy that he, he had in his head which we'll also get onto um just like folk like your sister Graham, just uh, try to stop uh, stop uh, Celtics ten in a row. But I appreciate it very much. Um, and uh, so <laughs> that that game was hilarious. And there's a there's a really really funny clip from that video from that from that game. It's actually the so the cam the, there's a camera. I think it must have been. It's actually I think it was a Rangers TV like extra camera they did for like the sort of behind the scenes thing and it was on the other side of the the pitch from from the usual one so it was it was uh facing the the dugouts but you know obviously the pitch was was in the way and uh shane duffy like gets his head up he's under no real pressure tries to <laughs> ping a pass i just completely hooks it just out of the park and then uh, neil lennon is just standing just stands on the touchline and he just gives it a big like puts his hands up big shrug like shane what was that? <laughs> and and uh, they really summed up Shane Duffy's whole Celtic career, which up until that point, he'd, uh, you know, he'd, I, I remember distinctly remembering, uh, or, or hoping rather, that Shane Duffy, like, he got COVID when he was away. No, no, he got I mean, let's, let's see. I hope he was a close contact to somebody, rather. That would be kind yeah, of Yeah, I, uh, I think it's being safe there. <laughs> yeah. Um, when he was away, and because um, he would have been away with Ireland, because I thought, oh, he, you know, he'll be, I thought he'd be a really good player in the, in, in the league, and I thought he would. He pretty much um, you know, be one of Celtic's most important players, and it did not turn out that way. In, in reality, in reality, what we all wanted was for Shane Duffy to be fighting fit like a horse for the yes. entirety of the season. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was. I mean, there, there's several uh, moments where Celtic uh, have like calamities where they lose literally half the squad, but Shane Duffy is still there, um, which is which is fantastic. So. The, the, next, um, the, next, the next run yeah. of games after this as well is absolutely bananas. Like, yes. I, it looks like a sort of um, a sticky spell in Robbie Nielsen's term at Hearts. Like, yeah. just oh, loss, yeah, loss, yeah. draw, draw, loss, a win against Motherwell, uh, 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 inevitably. <laughs> um, yeah, draw, uh, loss, and then that takes us to what I think is possibly the next funny, funny moment. Which yeah, is exactly. absolutely so- leathered <sighs> off Ross County. Yes, yes. So the well, there was the um, I can't remember. Well, the, there was the Euro- Europa League stuff as well. But yeah, they could beat they could beat two 0 by Ross County. So that was the first cup game they'd lost in about four years or something <laughs> at any level. And it was two 0 as well. And it was like a I think one was a penalty, but like it yeah. was it, it was really it wasn't that like they didn't really put Ross County under a, a lot of pressure. Anything. It was just a quite a straightforward. 2-0 win for Ross County. So, I mean, this is when the wheels have absolutely departed the, the wagon. Um, and for whatever reason, I mean, I, I, I think it's probably the most bizarre non-sacking of a, of a football yeah. manager that has ever been in Scottish football because, I mean, this was this was something else. I mean, the, the, Euro- the Europa League results, so fair enough, they lost home and away to AC Milan. It looked quite ropey at times in, in those two games, but you're like, well, you know, it's AC Milan. They lost four one home and away to Sparta Prague eight two yeah. in aggregate to Sparta Prague. Sparta Prague were suffering a, an injury crisis. Their their league had been stopped because too many COVID outbreaks. Um, so they hadn't played in weeks, 
and then just pitch up with a pretty much Sparta Prague B team and beat Celtic 4-1 at Parkhead. Uh, this led, leads to maybe the, the standout funniest moment of the season when uh, well, you know, see one of Celtic's best players the whole season, but after this point, uh, it probably is well within his rights to think, fuck this, what, for, <laughs> what kind of mad, uh, how mad is about uh, working in here? Uh, he, he commits the, the mortal crime of looking at his phone uh, while Celtic yeah. are getting beat 4 1 at home by Sparta Prague. And uh, Paul Lambert uh, goes on to say, I look at the lad El Unissi on his phone and you're letting the great Jockstein down, you're letting the Lisbon Lions down. <laughs> the great uh, logical leaps uh, I think I've ever seen in, uh, in, in Bundesliga. So it's fair play. Incredible. A truly yeah. incredible moment of just like, yes. uh, someone has written this down uh-huh. and I would imagine at least two other people have seen this before it's gone to print. <laughs> and no one at any point has gone, Listen, Ball. we can't fuck. We can't fucking. We can't put it. This. This is absolute. This is madness. <laughs> yeah. Uh just. Uh, just Why trying to explain a, a mobile phone to Jockstein. Like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I. So really, at this stage, it's. Um, it does feel like Celtic are like you know the sideshow Bob, about uh, the Simpsons, but they just kept on standing, <laughs> the keep yeah. on constantly standing on a rake because it, it was it was so funny because it was literally every game you're like right. Celtic are going to do something really funny here, and if they didn't get beat, they would you know go they would do something else uh, stupid sort of off the back. Um, so they they got a decent run again. The uh, they did have these little spells where you thought they were going to be turning the corner, and in December, well, they had this. Um, they beat Lille, who actually ended up winning the the French league, and Celtic yeah. somehow got a draw and a, and and beat them. And <laughs> amongst the list, the Europa, the Europa League results make absolutely zero so, sense yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. So Celtic switched to, a, I think they switched to like a diamond at the time. And I I remember seeing some Celtic fans thinking that his uh, Milo Sorrow was going to save the 10. Yeah. Uh, because he basically, because he could tackle, I think, and he wasn't Scott Brown. Um, who couldn't run the length of himself by, the, uh, himself by this point, and uh, Sorrow could could run, so he looked like he was so much better than Scott Brown. He wasn't; uh, he's barely a footballer. But uh, at that point, it was I think Turnbull got in the team, having not really got in the team at all up until until that stage, and uh, and it looked like maybe yeah, maybe Celtic are turning a wee bit of a corner, and, and Turnbull Which, and Sorrow are making and, a and itself kind of raises questions as well because yes. given some some of the midfield performances up until that point from various players had been mm. absolutely atrocious. Um, oh, yeah, Callum McGregor this whole season was, was terrible. Yeah. Um, and it is, his crowning glory was you know, at the end of this this run, they, they won four in the bounce in the league and uh, they, they pitch up at Ibrox. And again, the home team does not have a shot on target. But this time, Rangers managed to win 1 0 without having a shot on target because Callum McGregor scores for us. Um, you know, uh, succeeding in his boyhood dream of scoring for uh, a winner in the old for Rangers. Literally, as I was doing my research for this uh-huh. podcast, I was like, I know, I know that Ewan is going to mention uh-huh. about, about Calvin McGregor's boyhood yes. dream. Thank you. Yes. So, Good. yeah, whatever he achieved for, uh, for Celtic's career, he did score the goal, which absolutely uh, sealed the, the end of, of 10 in a row. So, uh, I, I'll be grateful to him for that. Um, but in the uh, in the run up to that game at uh, at Ibrox, Celtic had announced that they were going to invoke a rule. You'll know more about this than me, given your your um, SPFL background. But they they had a there was a rule where if, was it not designed so you could um, 
have like you play friendly. friendlies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Celtic, rather than they obviously weren't didn't play a, a glamour friendly, but they decided they would because there wasn't a, a going to be a winter break as uh, as usual that season. So they decided, but they decided they would try to sort of crowbar one in by postponing a game. Yep. Bear in mind at this point, the Celtic have got fuckloads. I can't remember how many, but fuckloads of games in hand to catch up on because of the ball and goalie situation. At the start and that's, of the that's that's kind of what, I, as far as I remember, that's kind of why the winter break was kind of canned in the first yeah, place. Yeah, simply because these, there was an expectation that games were going to be postponed. So yeah. ultimately, you can't. You need you need all the fixture dates you can possibly get. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, but Celtic invoked this rule, which you know maybe just I hadn't been thought that anyone would even try that. Um, Bear in mind, the whole of December cases are, uh, you know, um, cases of, of COVID are sort of getting out of control again. Um, we don't have, there's no vaccine at this point. So the uh, it becomes quite clear, you know, sort of at the last minute, Christmas is sort of cancelled, if you yeah. remember. Um, and then obviously the uh, the, the Rangers um, game happens on the 2nd of January. Celtic, uh, I think that was a Saturday, if I remember correctly, Celtic, then fly out on the on the Sunday. On the Monday, it's like proper lockdown again. Yeah. Um, so and 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 the, but it was so it was so obvious that that's where we were going. But uh, Celtic decided to just go to Dubai anyway. Bear in mind, the season was done. They they were absolutely done by that point. They were I think ten points behind uh, Rangers. That that was I mean there was more than that. I think it was like nineteen, but it was ten points. You know if Celtic win all the games in hand. Uh, and uh, uh, Celtic just decided to to go so sixty uh, Celtic staff, including um, unfortunately for them, Christopher Julian, who'd absolutely re- wrecked his knee, um, and you know wasn't going to play for like a yeah, I think he didn't play for like eighteen months after this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know if he ever actually played for the the first team after that because um, he, he didn't really play under under Proskogi much at all. But um, but yeah, so they take Christopher Julian. Uh, now there's it, it. It was like a storm was building because I think, remember when they got there. Uh, bear in mind, you everyone's in a bad mood apart from Rangers fans because the country's just gone into a lockdown again. I, I remember. I remember. So you know, you know when you look back at things and you can see yourself and it's just being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I remember at the time being genuinely fucking fizzing with rage. It's <laughs> not because, not because, just because it felt so blatant. Like, oh yeah, we were in such a miserable time like yeah we Fraser was like six months old mm. wasn't very well we were just fucking exhaust like broken exhausted had barely seen anybody like not not even just that like, had barely mm. seen my mates and like had barely seen anybody yeah in about eight months I remember just being like genuinely furious about this yeah. and just being like I shouldn't I know I shouldn't and in hindsight I'm like shouldn't I get wound up Shouldn't have. Uh, I remember at the time just being genuinely furious about it. Uh, it was yeah. so blatant. And so you see the, the pictures of uh, the pictures of Lenny and the uh, and Bruni at, at poolside, a couple of bites having between a them. Yeah. Having a lager. Um, then there's the I think, I think a Rangers fan said it, but then it caught someone said it, believing it to be true on Clyde that uh, Shane Duffy was braiding Laxalt's hair. If you're <laughs> <laughs> oh, <'cause> forgotten <laughs> all about that. So uh obviously it wasn't true, but it was it was funny. Um and uh you know the whole um 
you know, there's a few pictures of Celtic players sort of in restaurants and bars, and they're not sitting beside. You know, there there there's no social distancing going on, shall we say? Um, and uh, you know, it's it's um, it just all looks a bit bad. But you think, well, you know, they'll quite possibly get away with it. But it's, it was just you know, it was bad for Celtic's reputation. Um, well, Rangers are playing. Rangers' next game after the Celtic game was up at Pataudry. And I was say, you know, it was one of the Rangers had a few, you know, the season before, Rangers had won at Parkhead at the, you know, in the sort of New Year derby. And then, as as has become tradition, then, you know, lost loads of games after that um, and, uh, and sort of fell away. And you're like, and I, I was certainly, I had a sort of thought Rangers have won the league as soon as they, they, they beat Celtic at uh, Ibrox. But, you know, if if um, if they win at Pataudry, then you know that that seals it. That seals it completely, uh, and you know we're not going to chuck it away from here. It's half time. I think Rangers have won the lap at half time. I think if I remember correctly, it's half time in that game, and I think it must have been Ailey Barber or whoever was hosting the game for for Sky says as the teams are coming back on the pitch, just says, oh, and we've just had uh, just had words arrive to us that. A Celtic player has tested positive coming back from Dubai, and ah, uh, and after that, wow! I mean, the whole the whole second half, you're just you're you're enjoying it because Rangers are winning, but you're also like, this is so good because that is going to knock out so many. Uh, inevitable. One of those things. One of those things like this is the most inevitable thing to happen. Of yeah. course, the most inevitable thing to happen has happened. Yeah, yeah. So they they come back, and it turns out that uh, Christopher Julian, who obviously had no need to be there in the first place, uh, managed to to get COVID when he was out there. And thirteen Celtic players have to isolate, uh, and three staff, including uh, Lennon and I think John Kennedy as well. Um, so they they then have to to play at Hibs, and there were so many because there were so many rumours about who was out, and nobody you didn't know until the team was actually uh, came out as to who who was available. Um, it turned out it doesn't look that bad. I think they they were like three keepers down uh, or something like that. So Connor Hazard it's not, goals. It's not it's not terrible until you start looking at the bench with a bunch of guys. That, yes, yeah. <laughs> never, like never just, you can you can just about get away with the eleven that's there. Yeah. Cameron Harper's the one that sort of jumps uh-huh. out as being like you're 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 not a, you're not. A who are you? Yeah, player. yeah. So yeah. um and and he actually like left almost straight away uh, after that. So they have that game. Uh, and the somehow Hibs don't manage to beat them. Um, you say somehow. Is, <laughs> it's Hibs. It's Inevi- Hibs. Inevi- inevitably, Hibs failed to beat them. Yeah, they could have had a better, um, you know, a better team to play. Then they have to play Livingston. Still a few days later, still uh, trying to, um, still with the the self isolation. Still no Neil Lennon, and they draw that one nil nil. Um, and uh, then. Then because because they've got to play like forty games. Yes. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Because now they're playing constantly, so they're uh, these are their games in hand. I believe that they're trying to catch up on them. They, they fucked them all up. Um, and then they have. So then Neil Lennon is is uh, let let loose <laughs> in more ways than one from his uh, self isolation. And I mean, this is a real. I remember where I was moment. I remember specifically where I was. I was taking. Uh, album uh, we won to get our like a flu sort of shot thing um, at the doctors and uh, it was in the afternoon and the, it was chucking it down I remember and uh, 
remember coming up on Twitter, oh, uh, Neil Lennon's about to give a press conference. Um, so you're like, oh, here we go. Right. This is, you knew it was going to be good. You knew it was going to be good. But the, <laughs> the, the, this is, I think, is one of the, just the all time best um, press conference that uh, has been delivered in Scottish football. So he, Neil Lennon, is, is not, I mean, at this stage, Peter Law's already come out and apologised on behalf of the club for being so stupid as to go to Dubai um, and, uh, and bring COVID back. Um, to uh, back into Scotland, and uh, he Neil Lennon. You, you sort of think, well, there's a chance that Lennon, you know, says, "Look, it was my fault. We shouldn't have gone." Um, you know, we've, I mean, we've a really small fun. chance. Yeah, well, <laughs> just let's, let's, small let's, chance. let's 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 be fair here. We we we've seen this movie before. Yes, it was uh, it was unlikely. Let's say that you would do that, but you know, he could have taken that approach. But uh, he, he took let's let's say the the in complete opposite he uh so went after the, andy walker to begin with oh which... yeah he did go out after andy walker to begin with. so the, the opening question to i mean there's the transcript is available um on the on the even times website which uh, i enjoyed reading uh and today on in, the, in, in the inside of uh ewan's living room walk. yes <laughs> i have it framed and uh just the first question a lovely how has the last week been for you I just and then I don't think anybody asks a question for like another five minutes. <laughs> it just goes on this rant. Um, just like interesting watching the media and the follow and the attacks on the club. So then he goes on to see how how could he insult my professionalism, the players' professionalism. Seventy eighty percent of them are teetotal. Uh, well, Neil is not. Um, shall we say? He said, was it stag do? Was it eighteen thirty? Uh, you know we. We weren't dancing to Baccarat because we were also having, then having a go. It was the amount of people catching stray bullets as well. Yeah, there's uh, the Scotland national team, St. Johnson, Hamilton's dressing room, uh, oh, Wraith Rovers get mentioned at one point. It's just like absolute scattergun. Um, uh, SAB obviously get 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 it in the, in the neck as well. Andy Walker. Um, so he's saying you know that the people are saying arrogant. We're not arrogant. You know he's arrogant as an Andy Walker's arrogant. Um, he then goes on to. Uh, so the people you're saying that you're like, do you not think um, you know the off off the pitch stuff's taking the headlines? A couple of draws and a loss to Rangers, but that this is all overshadowed. It's basically like you're getting off lightly here because actually everyone's talking about uh, this this nonsense instead of the fact that your whole season's falling apart. Um, and he says there, should, there seems to be some sort of agenda being driven here. We played very well, Ibrox, and didn't deserve to lose the game. We were the better team. Yeah, yeah, they probably were. To be fair. Then he says, comes back and says, um, "We've come back and been absolutely decimated by these rules. I'm not convinced they're a public health issue. It seems political, in my opinion. Nobody has got COVID. Well, one person did. Uh, <laughs> our protocols a very, were a, a, very, a very, a very notable person. Yes, uh, our protocols were perfect. We've been decimated the last two games." Um, and now he's he goes on he keeps on saying sort of I don't agree with the rules you know we've all tested negative you know why why are we having to um you know to to self isolate basically you know, what uh, it's completely everyone was two meters apart on the plane back there's no need for this so th- this goes on for you know several several minutes of him back and forth more more and more questions and then and then he just pitches up you sort of get some it's almost like you know the, the George Bush meme where someone comes over in his ear and he's like <laughs> it's like a second Celtic player. Has got COVID. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's at the World Trade Center. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, he just so he says, "I'm not getting a fight with the government, but I'll leave it there." 
Oh, uh, oh, sorry, just to clarify there, Ian's just told me about uh, another one person that's been deposited. <laughs> so his whole thing was like, oh, no, well, you shouldn't have ever had to isolate and it's all fine and you know, it shouldn't be any issue because everyone's fine. And it turns out actually, no, that's not the case at all. There was another. There was another person who has you know, stopped. The, the rules have stopped uh, giving you know, him giving anyone else COVID because that's also what they were they were there to do. Um, so uh, so yeah, the <laughs> the uh, it, it just you know goes on and on, and you know, everyone will, will remember. But it, it ends with uh, so everyone is negative. The whole squad is negative, bar two players. So that's the that's the important point, Neil. Um, I think that's remarkable, and it totally blows as a remarkably good. I think that's remarkable, and it totally blows out the water the way the trip has been portrayed in certain quarters of the media by certain pundits and by certain government officials as well. We did not abuse any the famous air quotes privilege. <laughs> we did the right things. We were absolutely totally professional. We had a little drink in the afternoon, a day off, completely allowed, no law breaking. Yet we come back to this barrage of absolute hypocrisy. Tremendous. What like, it's 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 a it's an all time Scottish football rant because again, the fact that it's all done on Zoom somehow makes it funnier. Like doing it in oh, a room yeah. full of people, you could you'd be able to. I kind of feel like people if people are in the room with them at some point, somebody might be like, "Do you know what? Actually, like he's he's actually been quite passionate in doing it, but watching <laughs> yeah, it through yeah. a computer screen, you're just so disassociated from it, and uh-huh. it's just so much funnier because yes. it's just the guy shouting into a, a, a yeah. webcam." <laughs> <laughs> you know when people have been there he might have been able to see their faces a bit better and go oh hang on this is not actually making me look uh, that great is it um by that point though he was um he was pretty far gone and uh and yeah the, the, i mean the rest of the season obviously trundled on there was uh the january window celtic are about to sign uh now rangers ben davies um and uh, I'd be pretty much talking about it as being a done deal, and then Liverpool just signed him for some reason, which is having watched Ben Davies play, baffling. Um, uh, but the you know, Celtic desperately needed a centre half, didn't get one. They they sold two right backs, uh, didn't have a right back, and then ended up signing John Joe Kenny on loan, who had one of the a, a, an absolute disaster of a of a time, just in even in the old firm games alone. So. Uh, one of the league games, the, actually the one that there was a draw, um, Kenny, he managed to concede a corner from the halfway line. He just booted <laughs> the ball out for a corner. He was at the halfway line. He somehow managed to get facing his own goal and he just booted it out of the park for a corner. Um, and Ranger scored from the corner. Um, Listen, Ewan, you know, you know as well as I do, if there's any doubt in your mind, just get rid of it. <laughs> but you can get rid of it sideways. Don't get rid of it directly backwards. Um, and uh, and they also could see uh, scored an own goal in the the uh, Scottish Cup um, old firm game, which was uh, it was very funny. Um, and but uh, yeah, Lennon managed that he survived until the end of February, and it was because uh, the, the, after that run of uh, the, the first game back after the uh, when they got the players back, and you're like, all right, here we go. Just played Livingston at home, drew nil nil. Ah, but now we've got a whole our, all our good players back, and we've got to play Livingston again. Also <laughs> a drop. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the that surreal game where J. Emmanuel Thomas ended up playing it like left wing back in the snow. Yeah, and somehow still got a result. The result despite Livingston only touching the ball about four times yes. over ninety minutes. <laughs> incredible, truly incredible. Scott Brown got himself set off. Uh, there's that weird video of Lennon sort of trying to catch. Uh, snow on his tongue um, <laughs> and they just uh, we, uh, horrible they, they get beat by Samirin at home um, I, think, is that, I think that's maybe the last 
game in the league that they lost at Parkhead, 30th of January 2021. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the I think that was that was a Shane Duffy disaster class uh, yep. uh, again. And yeah, they, they, sort of, they then win like a few games in a row, but the, obviously the the Lenny out um, uh, memes and, and everything are just it doesn't really matter what what Celtic to that point. And eventually, it's a, a Jordan White winner um, at uh, Ross. Again, County. another proud another proud father there. I feel yes, <laughs> indeed, indeed, very much a, a staunch bear. Jordan White's uh, dad's on full follow. Uh, and, and every summer sort of suggests that uh, the Rangers should maybe sign him we'll never know, I think the words were we'll never know unless he gets a chance if he's good enough for Rangers I've got an idea, though to be fair he always scores against Rangers so that would um, it would at least prevent that if we were to, were to sign him That's um, why, why Motherwell signed Blair Spittam Yeah, exactly, it's, sometimes that's the it's the best tactic uh, so yeah and then there was John Kennedy takes over, sadly I mean it does it was a great shame that we were so close that Lenny couldn't just stay on until Rangers won the league because Rangers won the league on the 7th of March um, which is incredibly early to ridiculous. Uh, the, the earliest uh, a league's ever been won but uh, another underrated funny thing about that was remember Rangers played Samirin at home and it was I think it was at that point that it was uh, I think we'd, we Celtic maybe could catch Celtic could either catch the amount of points or there was only like if Celtic won every single game and Rangers lost every single game then Celtic win the league by a point I can't remember which one it was but it, it was like obviously it was it was done but it wasn't it wasn't completely like done and you know it, it had been that level of done for months at that point so it was slightly odd that uh, after Rangers won like 3-0 against the men and then we all, I, I did as well. we all just celebrated like oh yeah that is us winning the league I, but the reason was we just knew that Celtic were going to drop points the next day I, and I remember like a lot of the Celtic fans being like but you're not, you're not you won the league you know you won it yet and then uh, but then Celtic very, you know, next day on the on the Sunday Celtic uh, draw 0-0 with Dundee United um, I, and, uh, I, yeah. I, I have a sort of gentle confession here and at the time obviously doing, doing, doing the socials mm. various times like you kind of have a look at stuff. We've got, we've got stuff prepared. So if Rangers, if Rangers win the league, we've got a nice video to put out. The copy's all written. It's all ready to go. It's all prepared. It's all in the library. You just need to hit send. Mm-hmm. Now, I had taken Fraser out for a walk, as was my want, because I was allowed to actually go out for a walk. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'd taken him from, from where I live down towards Hamilton and was standing in the queue um, at Starbucks in the fucking Hamilton Industrial Estate just waiting to get a coffee. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I hadn't really looked at my phone. I'd presumed that even at this point, Celtic aren't going to lose to Dundee United, who were not <laughs> particularly good, uh, or no. draw with Dundee United. They weren't going to drop points. So they'll, they'll at least keep it going for another week. Like, I'll know whatever. Because we could have, the next game was uh, an old firm. Yep. So if Rangers avoid uh, avoid defeating yeah, yeah. that, then it's, you know, it's done. But yeah, it's very much a case of just being like, so I was sort of standing in the queue and then started hearing fireworks going off. And I. <laughs> Um, so grabbing at my phone try to stab at it to try and a a coffee in one hand along with like one of those daft bun things and my phone in the other hand and Fraser in the pram just being like (laughs) just making noise and I got a phone in my hand just looking like the world's most negligent parent as Fraser just sort of roaring away not in an unhappy way just roaring away and I'm just sort of looking at my phone while trying to juggle a coffee because I'd broken the cup holder off the pram for the sixth time. I was like, oh. what am I doing? So genuinely, I had to go and just find a bench quickly in the park and just sit down and be like, right, 
you take my hand and it was just it was chaos. I, I, all the while this is going on, I just hear more and more fireworks going off um, <laughs> all all around Hamilton. Like, cool, yeah. good, yeah, magic, you know. okay, magic. Good. You still just looked like a very excited uh, Rangers fan that had to. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a great. <laughs> the fact that I was just down from David, the Davy Cooper statue there probably didn't help. Yeah, um, no, nonetheless. Indeed, indeed. So that was, uh, but yeah, that was under John Kennedy's watch. Who he he managed for I think eight games in total, um, three wins, four draws, and a defeat. So that was. <laughs> that's, we can only hope that he uh, takes over from uh, from Postecoglou when he really leaves. But uh, yeah, not uh, not a stellar record. Um, to be fair, I've they got, had chucked it. I've got one kind of funny thing to add. One one left. I don't know if you've got yeah. any more, but I've got yeah. one more to add in there. Um, which I believe I the, from the voice note I got from one of my uh, guy I went to school, I went to school with voice note at the time and the explanation and the pictures received afterwards um, after he basically destroyed his knees um, knee sliding across his mum's living room floor when like a seventy <laughs> five year old Jermaine Defoe rounded ah. Scott, Scott Scott Bain in the final old film game of the year having been on the pitch for about two minutes. Ah, and I like, I, I do agree with them. It's one of the most ridiculous goals I've ever seen at a point ah. in the season where well for all these ridiculous things have happened. Jermaine Defoe by that point was like he was so old. Yeah. So he was old. knackered and finished and done. And for him to just stroll through the Celtic defence. Yeah, he sat down skin, like Stephen Welsh, who could be a son. Yeah. Um, and, uh, skin skin yeah. Scott Bain to just knock at home. Um, and yeah, just the, the series of messages I got after that. Like, this is objectively funny. This okay. is an entertaining and, 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 and amusing thing to happen to. Um, I, I, I stand very firmly on the basis that I don't particularly care for either of the old film and I would always root for what is the funniest outcome mm. um, and that is very <laughs> much the funniest very, outcome. It was a very funny outcome. A very funny outcome. I mean, the goal, just the goalkeeper situation alone, like, so Barkas played 22 times, Scott Breen played 23 times and Hazard played, uh, or Hazard. I was going to give him the old Eden Hazard, but it's, yeah. I think it's just Hazard. Um, Connor Hazard played six times. I mean, that, that does betray... Uh, some some indecision as to who the the best goalkeeper was. I, again, when I was looking through things, it's the, I think it's the only time I've ever seen a, a clean sheets thing on Wikipedia that had that many different options on it. Like yeah. in terms of yeah, play, yeah. games games played by players, yeah, uh, yeah. surreal and weird. Absolute absolute chaos. But no, I was uh, sadly it was all downhill after that, and because uh, that it, it did seem like it was going to keep on going because there was the whole Eddie Howe uh, situation where they're like. They were going to appoint Eddie Howe for months, and he just strung them along, and then turned around and said, "Actually, no." And uh, which I thought was Who, hilarious. And for unfortunately, the record, I still maintain. He, I think he would have been an absolute disaster. I thought yeah. at the time he'd be a disaster. I still think he would have been a disaster. He didn't really have the personality for it, but he is a good man. Obviously, I mean, he's, he's done well uh, with his his blood money down south. But um, he, uh, yeah, I, I did have my doubts um, as to whether. Uh, he would have he would have been a good Celtic manager but unfortunately I thought it was a great laugh that they were appointing some uh, Australian nobody and uh, yeah it's not panned out it's not panned out that well but I, I got my laughs at the time and uh, good and that's, and that's thing. you had your fun and that's all that exactly. matters now thank you very much do you have anything sorry just before we finish, anything else to add to that you no, no no just uh, I just hope it happens again soon but uh, it doesn't seem like it's anything <laughs> similar is going to happen. A, but, yeah. legitim- legitimate seasons worth of disaster for either of the old firm is always hugely entertaining mm. to 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 be up to 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 view 
Um, uh, astonishing and completely unsurprising that Motherwell still ship nine points to them, but nonetheless, <laughs> re- irrelevant really. Moving on very yeah. swiftly from that, but nonetheless, <laughs> thank you, Ewan, for taking us through what I imagine is one of your favourite seasons of all no, time. Absolutely, still, certainly of recent times. Um, and thank you to the listeners for once again providing your hard-earned cash to listen to us uh, talk absolute gibberish for, for a chunk of time. So we will be back at some point in the near future um, with more moment, great moments in patter. Um, we're always looking for more, so if you if you have one that you'd like to suggest, if there's one that you would like to join on, you're more than welcome to get in touch and let us know, and we'll see if we can get fit that in. But nonetheless, thank you very much for your time, Ewan. Thank you, Grim. And thank you very much, listeners. Goodbye. Podcast Network.